Now the racing is over, the conversation begins here at the Rear Winging It F1 podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Harry McKay, and I'm joined by my fellow co-hosts, Ellie Ladwell. I'm Mitch Romano. It's good to be here, guys. Uh, I thought we'd kick off our very first episode with a brief introduction of how we got into the sport and what our first season was. Oh, well, uh, my mum would say it was her, but really, I think uh, I remember Jensen Button at, I can't remember what race, but I just remember him. I had been 2008, it was at my grandparents, and uh, yeah, and uh, Jensen Button won and hooked from there on. Not a bad way to get into it. No, yeah, it's not too British bad. Success. Yeah. yeah. Um, I probably started watching it. Well, it was just on in the background, so I don't know when I first got into it, but my first memories are from 2007-2008, Hamilton, that's probably McLaren, that's where I got into it, I'd say five, six years old, yeah. Cool. Harry, I, um, I was definitely a bit later than you guys. Um, never been too much into sports, so uh, when this sort of caught my eye, it was... 2021, when Red Bull started doing well. <laughs> well, that would be it, but uh, <laughs> 2016, um, and I actually, my first Formula 1 experience was actually going to a race, um, the Malaysian 2016 race where Hamilton's engine blew up and uh, sort of helped seal the title (laughs) for Rosberg. Is that why your dad was crying? (laughs) He definitely was upset. So, um, yeah, it was quite the way to to get into it. But since then, yeah, about six years ago, I've been pretty hooked. Um, And obviously we're going to try and keep our biases out of this. But uh, (laughs) if you've got to support one team, who are your teams? McLaren, 100%. Depends who wins. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good answer. But Mercedes normally, so I've got Mercedes. I've got to be Red Bull. Mostly because uh, Ricardo was in the team at the time, but, you know. Looks nice in papaya now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm uh, I'm liking the Aussie-British lineup for, yeah. for McLaren, so that's Don't that's get not started on Aussies right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. cricket as well, it's just, <laughs> it's just not going too well. Not great. No. Right, so uh, I thought we'd start off uh, first episode looking back at the 2021 season. Uh, which, no matter what team you support, as we all (laughs) support different teams, or how you felt about the many controversies, it was the most exciting season we've had in many years. Indeed, the most eventful I've ever seen. Uh, Would you two agree with that? Yeah, definitely. I think Netflix made it even uh, even more. I was going to say, we are More twists, more dramas. Just as Drive to Survive's come out. uh, (laughs) Been watched it before I come on the show. (laughs) Oh, okay, so I thought we'd go... I'm not actually an F1 fan, really. I just, just, just watched that and now I'm here. <laughs> oh, right, I thought we'd go through some categories yeah. uh, and sort of have a discussion about our favourite moments of the season rather than going race by race. Uh, I'm sure you're sick of death of hearing yeah. about them all. Sure, um, I'd love to, love to hear all that. So long ago. Two hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I thought we'd kick off with the best qualifying lap. Of the season, there was some. There were some pretty intense ones, ones, some unusual ones. Yeah, yeah. I'll do my notes order. So that's <laughs> well, we'll start with Ellie if you want to. Yeah. So I know um, at Interlagos in Brazil, Hamilton had a great qualifying, but then he mm. got disqualified, so it kind of wiped it from the record book. So I went George Russell at Spa mm. in the wet. Um, it's the highest had been at Williams uh, P2. He qualified there for the Mercedes the other year, but for a Williams, it was a very, very good result. It was extremely wet. I remember all of the cars. Norris had quite a bad crash in Q3. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he was looking good for Q1 right until the end, and then Norris managed to crash out right <laughs> at the end. I was going to say, but, I remember being yeah. on the edge of my seat. and yeah. yeah, it was very, very good. Shame about the race, obviously. I remember standing up celebrating. But, yeah, um, Verstappen managed to get pole that day, but I thought Russell in a very slow say. Williams did very, very well. I think it just shows the calibre of driver he is, yeah. that in those moments yeah. he... He took advantage, and as obviously 
the no race. It you know he put it where where it mattered. So after yeah, the race of um, a season, really. Yeah, <laughs> the say. half points. Yeah. Uh, I think but, that's a that's a solid lap. But Mitchell, yeah. can you beat it? What is your best qualifying lap? I had a few lap? contenders to be fair. Because uh, had Leclerc and Monaco then obviously crashed on crashed purpose. Into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Allegedly. One, so <laughs> I had that. I think that was really good. Um, I had Gazi in Qatar P four. Mm. I was thought hell of a lap. That Very is good lap. highly rate. I highly rate him anyway. Yeah. And you hear more about that. And but surprise one, Giovinazzi. Oh, I wasn't going to pick him because I I thought I struggled to say his name, <laughs> so I put Gio. <laughs> so Gio in Monza, Italian Jesus, and P10, yeah. P10, yeah. And I thought to drag the Alpha into Q3 is very impressive. No, yeah, yeah. And um, he actually got a quicker time in practice, second practice than third. So yeah. and all season he was out qualifying Kimi, which for a world champion is very yeah. impressive. Forty years old. Yeah, it's quite a training sport, but yeah. it's still, yeah. Yeah. it's still, still, you know, I mean, Gio is, you know, he's not the most notable driver on the grid, and it is unfortunate no, he's no. not here this season. But I think, you no, know, I thought, yeah, it was nice way for it was a. Him to, I'm sure he'll lap. appreciate that on the show. But no, I went for him. Cool. Well, I uh, I noticed you you mentioned somewhere people have crashed out, and uh, I was thinking back, and you know, I try to keep my biases out of this, but I I do have a. A Red Bull one for this. I got Max Verstappen in Saudi Arabia. Now, he qualified, he got third, I believe, in qualifying. But the lap that I'm talking about is the very last one where he crashed right on, the the, on the last turn. Um, because uh, there's some laps where you can just feel a driver has got control of that car and he's pushing to the limit. And I think it just was everything I wanted from qualifying from the sport. Yeah. A driver, you know just carrying that car more than the car carrying him and unfortunately you know that's part of formula one sometimes mm -hmm. you crash and i, I think that's what made me. it even more special uh, <laughs> especially i was gonna say far, the penultimate race yeah, yeah he just went over the limit but yeah. that would be mine so yeah. some solid suggestions solid, from everywhere yeah. um we're gonna raise the stakes a little bit here Oof, okay. best podium Ooh. so the best three that made it to a podium uh mitchell do you want to start with you Oof. I struggled with this one. I did. There's l uh, quite a few contenders, to be honest. Lots of good options. I can't you? tell you them, because they're uh, not on my notes for some reason. I ran out of time. <laughs> but <laughs> Alonso, though, P5, I've written down, apparently. Mm. I think that's good. Came back, just came back to the sport after a couple of year break, mm -hmm. after being at McLaren. He's been around the area, especially especially McLaren yeah. working as, like, I don't know what he's working mm -hmm. as, but... Yes, I went for him at P5. and uh, it's, not, it's not on the podium. No. I just read my notes there. I was like, His no. P3, you mean? Uh, he started off at P5 yeah. with Norris and Sainz behind him. Mm. Good qualifying. Could put him as a. This was a no qualifying I could have done. Mm. But uh, yeah, so you end up in um, P, uh, P3. Yeah. So I thought that's very impressive. Overtaking Gasly, he started off in P2. I was going to say, I uh, yeah. I might be coming back to that particular race uh, mm -hmm. a little bit later on. Um, but yeah, I think that's a that's a solid podium now. Yeah. Uh, Ellie? I went for Monza, Italy, obviously. Very nice track. Um, McLaren won two. First win since 2012. Daniel on top, Lando. Um, it was a good moment. Yeah, it was a good, a good moment. With that, McLaren fan picking... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Bottas, Bottas was third after, I think, a a penalty yep. to Perez and he started 19th so 19th to 3rd is a crack in hell of a drive hell especially of a drive. from Bottas who struggles through the midfield yeah definitely mm. um, Hamilton and Verstappen obviously crashed out that race which opened the door opened the window for Daniel 
to win they it was when they landed on top of each yes, other and yes. the halo saved hamilton's yeah. life really um so uh, that's yeah that's what i was I gonna say for. probably the most exciting maybe most unexpected podium i i i, I mean i like daniel ricardo i love norris so mm. that's mm. a that's a solid pick yeah this I season think. had like the most different podium people and the most different winners um so it was nice to have three people that that's yeah. because uh, Max and Lewis got crashed into each other. Yeah. That might be the main reason. Bumper cars, but... <laughs> yeah. Well, that's another reason I liked why it was so close, because you get these unexpected moments when, you know, if you've got two great drivers pushing, you're going to get crashes. And if you're there to pick up the pieces, you get cool podiums. Yeah, no. it, um, yeah it just adds a bit more to the races. Max did get a three-place penalty for the next race after that crash where he, he was... Yeah. on top of Hamilton I don't but think uh, uh, when, when one driver's on the top of the other it's yeah. hard to argue uh, it wasn't <laughs> their fault yeah. but yeah. Um, I've gone with the Azerbaijan Grand Prix particular favourite track of mine um, it was a Perez on the top step Vettel second Gasly third um, Perez obviously second to, to Max it was quite nice to get him on the top row he took advantage of a crash from Verstappen and a mistake from Hamilton. Uh, so right place, solid second driver move. I think it's cemented in my mind that he is the right driver. Um, if you think back to Ocon, Gasly, while he was in the team, they weren't sort of there to pick it up. Um, but the main reason, uh, I love getting old world champions back on the podium. I think it's such a feel-good moment. And to have Gasly there as well, who really deserves it. Exactly. And I pushed, pushed that car every step of the way. Yeah. I think, he had a um, great last couple seasons, obviously. No, getting, last two, apart from the Red Bull. Yeah, getting season. booed out of the Red Bull, but he came back very, yeah. very strong. Quickly so. forgot about that. And then, mm. Um, mm. Made yeah. him regret it, I think. I think so. Yeah, very, yeah. yeah. yeah for sure, yeah. Mm. Albert hasn't been doing anything well. Well, it's a bit well, harsh. Back but in the, he's only back in. Back in the Williams yeah, uh, yeah. for this coming season. But be interested in that. Mm. Right, so, here's a big one. The best race of the season. Now, there were a lot. There were a lot of races. Um, to choose from. So I'll I picked be, the wrong one. I'll be yeah. interested now, to see. To be but because there were so many races and there were some thrilling ones, yeah. I think any there's multiple. There's a, I could compile, you know, probably seventeen, eighteen of the races. I think were memorable, worth watching, which yeah. is rare. Um, I think <laughs> over the last few years. Yeah. Of Sadie, sure. yeah. So uh, I'll start us off this time. I yeah. guess I haven't done that. Um, I'm gonna go with Saudi Arabia. Now, I think that's mine. I, well, that's the one I would pick as well, but yeah. I've gone different. I've gone different. <laughs> Tried to. It's a, it's, it was a controversial one. Obviously, first time it was on the calendar. I do think Formula One has to look at itself and and question why we are racing at some of these tracks, um, the right. human rights issues, stuff mm. like that. Um, I wasn't totally for it. I didn't think the track was going to be very good. I didn't think the track was going to be I ready. I didn't think it would be finished. In uh, no, I didn't think, I th yeah, I thought it would be racing on sand. Yeah, to be honest, so. seeing some of the photos I was showing you of the track yeah. being yeah. built, being um, imported more slave labour. So well, yeah, I was going to say many issues with it, but I do think it really showed the character of some of the drivers, Hamilton and Vettel. No matter what you think of them as drivers, whether you're a fan or not, the activism they showed, just sending these messages, I think was really positive. Mm, you sure. can argue the impact that may have had or not have, but I think it shows that you know this soft power idea and, and pushing you know, a positive agenda could work. And yeah. if you're going to race there anyway, I'm glad the, the drivers took advantage yeah. of that. Yeah. But the race itself, not many people expected it to be good. <laughs> no. But being the penultimate uh, race of the season, my 
god it was non-stop carnage really <laughs> a disaster we had i believe something like six retirees maybe more um give you a brief rundown um fairly fairly normal start uh, qualifying uh after obviously verstappen's crash hamilton first bottas second verstappen third but on the very first lap of the race, Mick crashed uh, at the same uh, turn 21-22 that people mm-hmm. crashed in qualifying, uh, which led yeah, to a safety car. Mm-hmm. Um, Bottas had held Max up uh, before the pit so that Mercedes could double stack. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know Max was very annoyed about that, but it worked because Max stayed out on track and then they red flagged the race. He got a fresh set of tyres, no. uh, yeah. started the lap, uh, I believe second. Um, oh no, still first. Uh, Ocon then overtook Hamilton, mm-hmm. uh, which was a bit, bit of a move. Uh, couldn't <laughs> quite keep the place though because uh, Perez, Mazepin, and Russell all crashed at the restart. Mm. Uh, yeah, it was it, it was all pin, pincer movement on Perez. Oh. Um, yeah. Three into another two. Another red flag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That famous. <laughs> yeah. yeah, three into two. Um, Max. Uh, has to give back the place to Hamilton mm-hmm. uh, from from the last restart. Uh, so uh, Ocon restarted the race P1, yeah. Um, yeah. which, I mean, in the Alpine Just was quite Ocon impressive. Just get Ocon there. Yeah. I mean, it felt, and I think in the title kind of thing, you could say he was in the way. Mm. Uh, I, I know. Could, I literally can remember. I remember them being on the being number one. I remember them being on the radio, and they were trying to get him pushed back. And they Toto and and Christian Horner they wanted him pushed behind into third. Toto doing this through emails. Well, I remember Horner said, you know, they sort of were bargaining with the FIA. We'll come to this, but they were bargaining with the FIA and try and basically wanted Ocon as the sandwich or behind Hamilton at a point, but. Anyway, Ocon started P1. Verstappen takes the lead, um, remains in the lead till lap 37. So this was a, this was a good 20 lap sort of uh, stint. Hamilton goes for the overtake and runs him off the track. Another controversial overtake. Well, uh-huh. um, oh, stopping an overtake. Nah, um, overtake, but Max is told to give the position back, and here was the most controversial oh, yes. m- moment of the race. Uh, Hamilton claimed Max brake tested him. Well, yeah. it's like that or Max stalled. So, <laughs> <laughs> I've been there say, myself, yeah. being a new driver. So. Yeah. Well, I was I say, say new Max driver, it's been a couple of months. But yeah, yeah so I think, mm. I just think he just didn't see Lewis coming. Mm. But you should expect him to be behind there. The team had told him to give the place back, though. Yeah, so, so I, believe, he... I believe it was uh, at the same moment. Oh, okay. was being yeah, I'm trying to jog my memory here, so yeah. it's a bit. Yeah. Yeah. But don't come at me if I'm wrong. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, wanted I wanted to hear from the, the more Mercedes fan, but I think I think that was more of a miscommunication. Yes. Nah. But you have to expect Lewis to be behind you. I think so. You can. I know. It was, was in his mirrors, or I don't know. Uh, he had plenty of room on the left hand side of the track, so I think he was sort of more expecting him to to go past rather yes. than be so but, close but I don't think Hamilton knew what was happening but surely if you're braking I know you're going 200 mm. miles an hour so it's a bit harder but like surely if you brake you're looking at your mirrors yeah. I know you've got no rear yeah, mirror yeah. Like, I would like thing, to think it wasn't done know. on purpose and I don't think the I don't think it was, was on there. purpose but I think it was a bit of a he knew he was behind him but like he just didn't know I don't know do you not think it was too like he was too close? So. I think he just didn't want to. He wanted to let Hamilton through 
in a way that he would get the slipstream and the DRS that would enable him to yes. overtake him straight away. But obviously Hamilton didn't want to do that because Hamilton yeah. was smart enough to see the I, trap that they were setting. I was going to say, I think it was that the positioning of the DRS, it was unfortunate that was the stint of the track they were on. Yeah. Um, but I think that could very much explain it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but from then on, uh, Max does give the position back. He gets a five-second time penalty for the earlier, um, the first time he ran Hamilton off the track, which <laughs> I think was more clear-cut, uh, his fault. Um, but it wouldn't have mattered anyway. It was a one-two. Um, so quite a, a duller end to a quite exciting race, but no, I, think I think that was enough. Definitely, yeah. That was a hell of a race for sure. Yeah. And um, uh, nicely described. Pretty yeah. much pitched it uh, <laughs> yeah. word by word, pretty much. Yeah. Well, it wasn't that long ago, but it I've feels... I've only got two bullet points you know. online, so... <laughs> well, not expected yeah. much. Well, just... I was going to say, I just thought it was so chaotic, I'll, I'll cram everything in. But, yeah. uh, Ellie, what's your best race? Um, I went for Sochi in Russia, obviously not going to be there this year, <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> It was straight after Spa, so straight after the McLaren one too, and Norris is on pole, is looking great, is leading most of the race, and then the rain starts falling right at the end. Hamilton and Norris, they both resist the t- the um, going on the intermediates or the full wets at the beginning at first, but Hamilton eventually, he did decide to come in. Norris stayed out, and I think he, he did obviously pay for that. He ended up finishing in seventh, which yeah. was obviously quite a heartbreaking, quite a heartbreaking and he, it was his call on the strategy yeah. and he, I, I guess, went the wrong way with it. But I think it's, it's just experience. Hindsight, yeah. Isn't it? yeah, yeah, hindsight as well. I, guess I think Lewis was looking to do the same. Yeah. He was he was surprised yeah. he stayed out. Because Lando out, so. was in front, Hamilton could just do the opposite and yeah. by the time Lando had gone back around for the next lap, that it was lap. too late. Yeah. I think whatever happened, Lewis was going to win that though. Yeah. I know people are saying a bit biased, but and yeah. I just think... I think he would have put overtaken, it even was, without the rain, to be honest. It was an absolutely massive winning margin. Hamilton, Verstappen signs, and Hamilton was 53 seconds in front of Verstappen, which is a very, very I mean, big margin. Yeah, I mean, that's almost a minute. It's almost like the Mercedes of uh, a few years ago yeah. where they were clear by 30-odd seconds, but so that is... It was definitely an anomaly of the season, yeah, but I think yeah, sure. the, the circumstances that the race ended in is say. obviously... Yeah why but it was a great finish i thought it was a good race throughout and that end i was on the edge of my seat i was no yeah do we watch it together i think we might have watched it together i think so i I I remember being crammed in the kitchen (laughs) (laughs) in a little room watching it um i think dishes on the floor everywhere (laughs) i think the main thing was when you have such a tight championship battle anytime you get someone else especially off the back of the one two it was like, is this is this a resurgent McLaren? Are we seeing something special here? And I think it was a real shame for Norris. But I think it shows, you know, the driver that can win championships is there in him. We just yes. need no, a sure. bit of experience and a better car under him. Yes. Yeah, I think he's got a good chance this year, but I think for <laughs> next... Uh, he's signed a multi-year contract, so he's going to be there for a while. So hopefully yeah. they can put yeah. a car underneath Again, him. Yeah, he's one another one, but most people had it, right, including myself. And uh, I'll talk talking more about him in the next episode. So <laughs> wait for that. So right. your um, best race, Mitchell. Well, mine was uh, I didn't want to do the obvious, but I've gone obvious. <laughs> it was Monza, was which was voted fans' uh, favorite race of the season. Okay. So it was quite an easy one to do, and I thought mm. I was running out of time to pick one, so I've gone uh, gone for that. So it's I started on September. It was in September. I just wrote them down. Uh, qualified went. Qualifying went. Bottas one, Hampton two, Max three, Norris four, Ricardo five, Gazi six. Mm-hmm. Then the sprint race went to 
uh, ended as Bottas in P1, Max P2, and then Daniel in P3. And uh, while you mentioned sprint qualifying, uh, obviously Monza we had it. We had three, I believe, over the season. Um, do you guys like it? Did you like it in Monza? Uh, you, I don't uh, know. It just didn't help Lewis, did it? No. So it's hard to be biased, but I think it definitely is more entertaining. Yeah. I don't like it. I'm a do you not? Bit of a I think it's more entertaining. Pure... I know um, Perez, after that, said it was boring. Yeah. Uh, after that, a lot of the drivers race. are not fans, I believe. No, no. Perez, he came out after that uh, sprint race, said just boring, didn't like it. Mm. Uh, I do, I do like it. And uh, yeah, I think it adds a bit more. More racing. It's more racing. As a fan, you kind of... Does it not make a bit more, like, the race itself less... I think it weakens qualifying, and yes. I think it weakens, weakens the, the race. race yeah, it makes it just less special to me. Yeah. yeah. But well, if they want to continue it, I'm not I'm not Qualifying, gonna the pace over one lap is so important yeah. you know george russell is an amazing qualifier he mm. qualifies incredibly well but he doesn't have the car to win to do to win very many points but yeah. i think the position on the track at the beginning being able to p- put everything into one lap round yeah. i think that's the measure of how good a driver is by mm. themselves yeah. and i think then having your qualifying based on the people around you can be a bit harsh yeah. if you get hit if you have a puncture if you know, there's so many other variables. I mm. think it's unfair. Yeah, I just, I do think that's just racing now. And if they do get rid of it, I would, you know, be happy. But yeah. if they keep kept it, I'll also be happy. So I can see that. I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not up in arms every time it happens. But I'm a just, you know, pretty ambivalent. Do you think it does ruin is ruin the race itself though? It makes it less yeah. special. It feels like oh, I just watched it yesterday because yeah, you just did. Sure. You you almost get a taste of what's to come, and then yeah, it's yeah. over, and you're like, oh god. Yeah, the sprint race is better than the race sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Monza, let's go. Monza. The actual race. I sure is now. Um, Yeah, so it started, (laughs) of course. (laughs) And then, um, so, I found the race itself. There you go. So, oh, because Bottas was penalised for engine. Mm. uh, Because that's when Toto changed his engine. So he started off in 19. So Daniel took pole. And then Max Staffin was P2. So then uh, Daniel overtook Max at the straight. No, Max started P1, sorry. Mm. Then Daniel overtook Max. Yeah. And then Hamilton attempted attempted to overtake Max on turn four, but then was pushed wide by Max, lost a few uh, places. And then Ricardo w- held Max for 22 laps until he pitted. And then um, uh, it was a slow pit for Max, what affected him. Yes. And then the Hamilton rare. also had a slow... Red Bull pits. Yes, yes, yeah. Instead of 1.9 seconds, it was (laughs) 11.9. So, yeah, so slowed him down. And Hampton had slow pit stop as well. Mm -hmm. And because of Norris, because Norris was able, it was a 4.1 second pit stop, but then Norris was able to just overtake him. And then that had to held up Hampton, what meant Max and Lewis were in the final straight, or that straight there, going to turn two. Yes. And that's when the crash came out of the pit stop. Yeah. And, and then, that's when yeah. he double decked him. So yeah, it was a, a real bargy. Yeah, I mean the the events to get to that position where they were both, you know, one on track, one coming out of the pit at the same time. It was like had it just had you to know, happen. It was pixel it? perfect. It was because yeah. yeah. they both yeah. got delayed. Yeah. So then yeah, just Max side, like I say, just went on top of him. Yeah. And then um, a bit bit too aggressive. For, yeah, a bit too aggressive. He could have taken his life. A bit too aggressive yeah, yeah. is putting it nicely. Obviously, he didn't realize that was gonna happen. Yeah, I was just but. You know, friendly banter, they say. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. But, um, 
But no, so... And then, yeah, after that, it was a pretty smooth sailing, right? No, so... this year was. It was just, I was just looking at my notes here and just said, yeah, just um, a few incidences where, so... Ooh. Well, do you want to just... I need to flip my notes. <laughs> do you want to skip uh, straight to the podium, to the shoeies? Oh, you can do, but Sergio Perez had um, a penalty. He finished P3, but had a penalty. Ah, uh, yes. Because... Was uh, it five second? Five second penalty for uh, gaining, uh, going off the track and gaining uh, time or position. Yeah. Advantage. Yeah, advantage. Better word to use. Mm. But yeah, so podium finished um, P1. It was 1 2 from McLaren. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ricardo Norris. And then P3 for Bottas, who started P19. Yeah. That's why I mentioned yeah. it. So. I was going to say, hell of a drive. Hell of a drive. It was a hell of a drive. Mm. It was. Yeah. And it was a hell, hell of a race, to be honest. Important question. Maybe not as ex- There was some bits what was exciting, but maybe not. Um, would you ever drink out of someone else's sweaty shoe? If it was Daniel Ricciardo's. <laughs> I wouldn't, honestly. Um, because I've done it already, so <laughs> not now. Probably a weird tradition, uh, but a tradition nonetheless. And uh, I'm excited every time it happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah, even though it was going to happen, but... yeah. yeah. I've only seen it about once once from Monaco, so... Yeah, well, I was going to say Does it rare, win much? But... <laughs> right. I think... Uh, that closes out our races of the I think it does. of the season. Let's go on to driver of the season. Um, obviously, Hamilton and Verstappen were pushing every single race. These are two drivers on the top of their game with some of the fastest cars that we've seen in, in quite a while. But there was a lot of other surprises. Um, a lot of drivers that, you know, amongst the chaos were taking advantage of every race. Um, Ellie, who is your driver of the season? Well, as you said, Lewis and Max, they were beating their teammates like 20 seconds consistently. Mm. Absolutely incredible from both of them. There was great performances for signs in the Ferrari first year there. Alonso first year back. Vettel first year in the Aston Martin. Um, Like Lando and Russell Young, British drivers did very, very well. But I went for Ocon, which Mm. is a bit controversial because obviously Alonso he did score more points he scored 81 to Ocon's 74 but it was the tightest Mm. um, teammate like battle all season long races they was nine each Mm. in terms of who did the best qualifying was 11-11 so they were very very close Mm. and I thought Ocon stood up very well he gave a good account of himself against a multi-world champion I know that Mitchell's going to say he's a bit bit past Alonso Got it so I, I, far, yeah. so I don't want to argue. <laughs> yeah. so. I, I do think Alonso has still got it. I think he, no, know, I think he, he might does. not be as sharp, but, but it's, it's, what is he now? Forty. But I think he's proved 50, 50, that 51. he doesn't care about that, and his his car when he's got a good one doesn't care either. He can push it to the yes. limit, as we've shown. You know, P three. He, I mean, nine for nine. Yeah. They they had a good season, really, and I think Ocon. Yeah. That second half of the season, not so no, much. But, but it's the full year. That's what you got to judge. And obviously, off. he won his first race yeah. in Hungary. Obviously, but Alonso held Hamilton up for a very, very long yeah. time, which really did enable him yeah. to win the race. But I thought it was his first season back in Formula yeah. One. Obviously, he was booted out beforehand, and um, I thought he just he stood up very well against a two-time world champion. No, I think Alonso, like I say, is good. But like at forty, it does take a lot of you still. Yeah. So he can still be good and like high level, but I don't know. I think um, he's came in. Pretty new. I know he's been around the setup and still mm. be racing, but uh, he's, be- he's beating a. Hmm? He's beating by o- um, Alonso Ocon, so I wouldn't give Ocon. He doesn't even make my top five to be honest. Fair but enough. he's a good I, driver. I think it, yeah, I think most people wouldn't, but 
I can definitely not see He's it. Prime. He had, I, he had a good, he, he had a good yeah, season. He might not have been the best driver yeah. of the season, but he was the driver that I think had their best season yeah. or the most mm-hmm. unexpected. Like, I didn't expect him to do as well as he did, which is why I put him as yeah. my driver yeah. of the season. Yeah, I think he did, he did beat my uh, expectation, but not enough to get... I think there's a lot of better drivers. He had not exactly right, surprised me a bit more. Who's your driver of the season, Mitchell? It's tough now. Ocon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably uh, Sides. No, I think probably it is Sides. Yeah. I think, and I'm looking at it, he's only got four podiums. It's going to be hard to no, debate I, this I, one. <laughs> but, I 100% agree. I think but no, I haven't taken the signs. Coming fifth, beating Leclerc. Yep. No, yeah. Signs came in as the number two driver. No one expected that. Really. No, no one. to beat him, first of all. And mm. if you take away Perez, Bottas, Hamilton, Max, mm. you know, he's he's, he's topped that yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. list. Best of, of the rest like, kind of thing. Best of the rest is like a good way to put it. And uh, yeah, four podiums. Stuff so I mean, most I think it's just been consistent. Not exactly with podiums or wins, but he, he's he, always finished. He always finishes top ten. The race I've watched, he's always in the top ten at least, and uh, he was just the most consistent driver out there, out of the best and the rest. Yeah. Would you like a fun little fact? I was going to say I know um, you've got a fun fact for us. <laughs> so, Signs completed every lap of every race. That I mean, that's impressive in yeah, itself, which oh, is yeah. very impressive. First time it, it was only the tenth time I think it had been done. The first time in a very long time. He completed 1,236 laps. Obviously, Spa didn't happen, yeah. so there was mm-hmm. a less than there should have been. Nikita Mazepin, mm. he completed 1,007 laps, which is 80%, mm. which is the equivalent of Sainz doing 22 races and Mazepin doing 17 and a half complete races. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not, a, not the best performance uh, <laughs> on the Russian, but... but uh, he but, was in my... Uh, Consideration for driving yeah. the season. But... <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe if we, uh, you know, just look at the uh, very much last place. The <laughs> consistency of signs and the reliability of the car yeah. was very impressive, uh, especially when Leclerc if, uh, had if his issues dad, with If it. his uh, Mazepin's dad wants to sponsor us, then <laughs> I think you can. <laughs> maybe not a good time yeah. right now, but I think you can argue that Leclerc had, you know, there's sparks of brilliance. He's a great driver, and I think he showed that over the season. But the inconsistency, the, the crashes. You know, over a season it builds up, and I think signs very much. No, I think consistency is the key. Yeah. Like yeah. Ocon had a good, incredible first half, yeah. to be fair, but then just fell away and just yeah, yeah. You know, his driver of the year, not half season, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> if it was, I was something to give it to him. I do, I I do rate Ocon. I do like him, but all right. Uh, my driver of the season. Um, I'm gonna put an, I'm gonna chuck an honorable mention, which I know I think Mitchell has mentioned, but Pierre Gasly. Uh, we talked about him a little bit before. Um, I think he had an incredible season. I think he dragged that Alpha Tauri to places it shouldn't have been. Um, you know, he got podiums, he got points. Uh, and, I mean, I know Sonoda's a rookie. He had a lot of trouble with the car, but he did trounce him, mm-hmm. uh, Gasly. It was and, the uh, biggest gap. He yes, you know, he was yeah. the most so, dominant over his teammate, Gasly. Like I said, I'm massive about Gasly. Yeah, Sounds like yeah. a bit up his ass, but <laughs> yeah. I am. He's a great driver. Good-looking guy as well, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take um, it, but no, I'm a fan. And I think in a few couple of years, he'll be Red Bull number two. I do think he's you know how him, yeah, to fight for championships. You know how yeah. Red Bull are with the second drivers, so yeah. pairs have been gone a couple of years. I'm yeah. sure. If I don't know if Gasly would want the seat back, though, to be no. honest. I, could imagine. I don't know. I think he would take it. Like I was saying before, I don't... I, I don't think know where else I think he will take I think Hunter would take it. If there's a gap somewhere else, I'd like I to think, see him somewhere. Yeah, else. I think I want him to be number one somewhere. Yeah. Like sure. a top two. A number one driver, yeah. yeah. But I don't know where that could be. Um, Maybe when Norris goes to Mercedes and uh, <laughs> we'll see <laughs> we'll McLaren. See. It's a few years away. Um, yeah. Well, speaking of Norris, 
I've I've gone with him for driver of the season. Ooh. Um, I think the the moments of brilliance was there. He was he was fairly consistent. Um, as a as a bigger Daniel Ricciardo fan, um, I was glad to see him at McLaren. Um, I think they're on the up. I did not expect him to get beaten so heavily by Norris. Yeah, he struggled he for sure with the car. Changing cars. I know a lot of drivers did, uh, apart from Zines. Um, but Norris just... Every race, you, you're thinking, oh, you know, at these two drivers, and Norris is there, Norris in the points, and I think it is he a was. shame. I think Hamilton started getting straight I think, at, I think, look, at one point. I think it was a shame that he didn't get his win. Yes. Um, and and Ricardo did. He did deserve it, but I think... You know the consolation there is he he'll get there yeah. after he'll, he'll Sochi win. seeing him in the um, giving yeah. the press yeah. um tour and it that was it was devastating he was so beating himself up it was just yeah. it was not it nice was hard to, watch. to see yeah it was hard to see yeah. but yeah he will i think we should call our podcast the novice show <laughs> <laughs> we are we are big fans um it's time uh we have we have sort of covered the main, you know, big ones. So I thought we'd go for something a little bit different. The best radio message <laughs> of the season. <laughs> now, I always enjoy when, you know, they pop up uh, mid-commentary. Sometimes it's yeah. quite annoying. You don't get much. But sometimes it's either hilarious. It shows the, the skill and the, the intensity of what it's like mm. to be a driver. Sometimes it shows the desperation <laughs> of the driver or the bosses. Um, so, Ellie, what is your radio message of the season? Well, it's not actually in a race. It was in FP2, but just it made me chuckle, to be honest. It was only the one of the only FP2s I was watching. I was obviously procrastinating work, mm. and it was <laughs> Kimi Raikkonen and his engineer. Um, I think his engineer was just trying to wind him up a bit in Bahrain, and um, Kimi's asking, can you hear me? And the engineer's replying, no, even though he can obviously hear him. <laughs> um, and uh, Kimi, obviously... in true kimmy fashion got quite quite annoyed by it i just any Can we kimmy get annoyed, annoyed radio yeah. makes my day and that was a good yeah, one yeah, I, was was really good. I was looking at mine i was looking at a few kimmy ones like which one do you want to pick yeah we all yeah. have kimmy ones really i think it was a could be missed a couple of seasons ago but um kimmy was told to to pit and he's halfway down the you know going into the pits and that the uh his engineers changed his mind and Kimmy loses it. He's like, what do you want me to do? And uh-huh. I just, you know, I, I thought that was a very Kimmy moment. Other yeah. drivers would have been a bit more reserved. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've got, I've got two. One is a bit more of a... You did say we have two. Well, <laughs> I, I, I have a few other Kimmy ones I could add in. Yeah. Um, I think the, the, the well, I'll, I'll leave that one to last. But my, my, my favourite one is uh, Alonso on the radio. Um, he's fighting for P3. Um, Ocon has Hamilton behind him, closing the gap. Um, and, you know, Alonso needs Hamilton to be held up. So he says, tell Esteban to defend like a lion. Um, and I think Ocon gave everything he got. Obviously, he had a lot different tyres. Hamilton was on fresher tyres. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think it's the best part of Alpine to me is that teamwork, is that older and yeah. younger driver that can work well doesn't seem to be a lot of bitterness or rivalry, mm. just pushing as much as they can each other. I think Bayard could be for the championship. You see yeah, well, in the future. Yeah. Exactly. I, I mean, think, think Alonso's definitely trying to like help Ocon because yeah. obviously his going out of the sport and Ocon's one for the future, I guess. Mm. So mm. there's a lot of, I think, shared wisdom going on I in that so. garage. That's true. Um, well, I'll chuck in my other one. Uh, <laughs> the final race of the season, the last lap. Uh Toto Wolf on the radio to Michael Massey. Uh, Michael, this isn't right. Michael, 
no, Michael, that's so not right. Uh-huh. And he gets hit back with Toto. It's called a motor race. <laughs> we went car racing uh, in uh, my very bad Australian accent. Yeah, there, yeah. But, um, just trying to rub it into me now. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, we'll get to that. But um, if he you take everything aside. Every day. Yeah, well, I was going to say, if you, if you take everything else aside. But two hours. <laughs> Toto does give race. some good radio messages when he's angry. Oh, especially sure. being able to listen to the, their conversations with Michael mm-hmm. Massey was very, very interesting. Very telling mm-hmm. last year, I think. No, definitely. Yeah. Especially at the end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Smashing the headphones up. Might have trouble yeah. to speak to him now. but I think telling for the wrong reasons, uh, yes. perhaps. Yeah. yeah, the teams and the... They have their fingers all in the pie. In the pie, you know. pie yeah. yeah. Um, Mitchell, radio message. So, I could say I could have picked any of Kimmy's, but I thought I'd try to stay away from Kimmy. Um, I've gone for one here. with uh, Toto and Michael Massey was as well. He goes, Michael, I just sent I sent you an email. And then Massey replied, Toe, I don't access my emails during the race. Which, <laughs> yeah. For me, it's a bit odd because surely you have a work email. Mm. You yeah. should be... There was so many you, but... memes made of yeah, this. Yeah, it was, it was quite, was a, it was, quite a meme one. I think he was sending the two, like, a, the, a picture of the overtake. Silverstone, I believe, was it? Yeah, I think it was... Um, of the Stappen overtake yeah. that they weren't happy I about. I thought, because they're really good friends, I thought they might have their numbers, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, an email. It's like, well, I'm in the middle of the race trying to like... How quickly did he write that email? Yeah. <laughs> it was straight away, and it had I don't, diagrams I don't think, in it. I don't think he was writing it, but... <laughs> no, no, probably. There's Hampton in the car. Just yeah. <laughs> uh, all, all good times. And I think, um, I think hopefully we all, as much as I love... Uh, well, no, I, I think... I think actually they're they're taking away the ability for yeah. principals to call the uh, FIA race directors and immediately, oh, and I think good. that is a good idea because I, I think it was I too messy. Yeah, the pressure is too high yes. on the race director, um, and to to be able to hear it was a good insight. I like that we could just to expose how messy it mm. was, but mm. I think that needs to stop. Yeah, it yes. should it should be private first of all, and then uh, yeah. I think it's I think there's way too many complaints in FIA. I think not FIA, people talking to yeah, them. the FIA, people in the FIA. team they shouldn't be able to have that direct no, contact because in your one it's motor racing that was a direct quote yeah. from what Christian Horner had said to him yes, to Michael yes. Massey so it's evident like how much they are influenced and I think you can't help that I mean Michael Massey you know either way you can you can argue it but even if he was completely unbiased trying his very very best such a stressful situation to have the control and when you've got these two very strong personalities in Toto and Horner, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna be influenced, aren't you? By yes. both, and that's gonna no, be in your 100%. head. Yeah. Um, we'll move on before we get too deep into that. Um, so another fun one. <laughs> Best uh, livery of the season. Mitchell, do you want to go first? Well, I went for Mercedes. I didn't know you could go for special ones. So <laughs> well, that's all right. The Mercedes was. So I went for Mercedes. That's that was good. my favorite one. Like without the special. Um, the one-off ones. Yeah, the one-off ones, yeah. So that was my favorite. I just loved it. I loved the black. I, but at first, I did miss the silver. Then I got used to the black and I just fell in love with it. I think it definitely looks better. It looks yeah. great out on track. It, it looks dangerous. It, it looks does. threatening. Well, yeah. not that dangerous, though, apparently. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Harry, what did you go for? Um... Well, I think secretly we all agree no, yeah. what, what car <laughs> this is would the have best. Been mine. This would have been mine. Um, the, the white Red Bull. I mean, come on! Yeah, I agree. I agree. The that contrast would be... with the original one, the oh, it was uh, it was meant for the Japanese Grand Prix which to celebrate, cancelled. yeah, to celebrate the Honda partnership. But because it was cancelled, um, was at Turkey, 
And I, I wish they kept it all season, baby. I yeah. loved it. I, I, like I say, I found love with it as it well. It made a nice change from the blue because they yeah. it looks the same every I, year. The red ball, yeah. So it, it was, was nice. Even the red ball, I'm a massive red ball. The car normally, but the white mm. was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I never, I didn't think I could fall in love with a car. Yeah. But I seriously have. I want it framed on my wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I tried to, you know, try to get an argument that the black Mercedes was better, but black, blank paper. Mm. Couldn't, <laughs> couldn't think of anything. Well, um, I do, I do have an argument. I think that the McLaren that they run at Monaco to celebrate the golf um, partnership, I thought was stunning. The orange and the light blue. Nah. Nah, it was more blue. Had you switched the mics off? <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I thought it was really good looking. I thought it made a nice change, mm. and I think it's testament that they kept some of that and bought it into this year's. Yeah. The fans obviously really responded well to it, and they've made their car look a bit more like that this year. And I think that just shows how how well received it was because Rebel aren't running a white yeah. car this year, are they? <laughs> For some reason, they are not. No, yeah. but um. I, I remember really liking it, I think, at the time. But going back, obviously, I just quickly looked bad. at some it's photos. Not it's not... It's I like it. I do it's like a, it's it. It's a car. Yeah. <laughs> but car. I think the blue that they have this year stands out a bit more. Yeah. I think in certain things, I thought it was white on the car. I just... It didn't pop, at least no. from the photos. It was a reference to a car from a while ago. Oh, so they sure. didn't have the yeah, choice yeah. of the colours. I was going to say. <laughs> but yeah, I think yeah. the Alfa Romeo is better. Better looking than the clown, yeah. Mm. I'll have to uh, find someone else to partake in episode two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll have a new host. Uh, yeah. um, no, I think they're all... Well, that's my Friday evening sword. <laughs> <laughs> all solid choices. Um, let's let's talk a little bit, uh, just quickly, because we have talked about the teams quite in general, but team of the season. Ooh. Team of the season. I don't think uh, we talked about this, but I'm just going to throw that one out there. We talked about drivers. We talked about podiums. In general, as a package, controversial. I'm going to go for Williams because Ooh, of the improvements geez. that they made. You, mean, you know, okay. I was yeah. going to say it's mainly George Russell. What George Russell got 16 points. Obviously, some of them coming yeah. from the half points at Spa, but mm. I think Latifi got seven as well, six yeah, or seven did. by he himself. Did. So I thought I think that's mainly because of crashes and stuff. They fair. were, I think, performing yeah. a lot. Better than yeah. they had done in previous years. So, you know, Red Bull, Mercedes always at the top. McLaren, maybe, you know, people yeah. expected maybe a little bit more. Ferrari, maybe yeah. a little bit more. The Alpha Tari did very, very well. Mm. But I just, I think the Williams, they're definitely hopefully on an upward trajectory now. They obviously change it, the top change in ownership and management. Yeah. So hopefully good things to come. But they definitely stood out oh, to me. Yeah. I think having a, a strong Williams on the grid is nice. just a benefit for the sport. Yeah. Obviously, we lost game. Frank and Claire's moved on, but I think with the name Williams, you still have quite a lot of history there. And I, I agree. I think they made good strides. I hope they'll make further strides in the coming season. Latifi, I think, does get overlooked. I know he's not the greatest driver on the grid and he is a pay driver, but I think he, he, you know, he was fairly consistent. He did score points. And I think, you know, if anything, it shows the car is improving. Yes. No, yeah. It um, can get much worse from last season, to be honest. But <laughs> yeah. it is. Well, Haas managed to do it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Haas might have got worse than uh, Williams getting better, to be honest. Just a very stagnant car, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think you could argue that. Um, Mitchell, team of the season. I'm actually going to say Red Bull. Yeah. Oh. I think you got good. Just to beat Mercedes is an incredible achievement yeah. by itself. 
I think even Perez shined for me, especially mm-hmm. that. Just the only thing I can remember during the whole season is Perez blocking um, blocking Hampton. Yeah, for about such a felt like two years, but <laughs> yeah, it did a it long was, time. Yeah. I think his car was a lot wider than it was allowed yeah. to be. That's <laughs> yeah, what yeah. It he felt sort of like. put his arms out as well. Yeah. So no, I think yeah, hundred uh, percent Red Bull just to beat Mercedes alone was just a massive achievement and. No, how much that hurt me to say, yeah. but 100% Red Bull. I agree. I think Red Bull finally had a car that was strong from the off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once they did, the team came together to, you know, exploit that as much as they can. And I I would go with that. But after the disaster that the previous season was, I'm going to go with Ferrari. Ooh. I think they made a big leap. They, yep. you know, it was only really, really a disaster because they cheered, but <laughs> well, with their engines, so... <laughs> I don't know if you can prove that, but um, <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't have an engine in, then it's hard to yeah. compete. Yeah, but they did so. make strides, even controversy aside. Yeah. Um, they leapfrogged McLaren um, to to finish third in the constructors, um, which you know you could say McLaren maybe deserved it more, got a bit unlucky. No, they got very unlucky. But um, I know I didn't take anything away from Ferrari. I think Sainz was incredible, like uh, I mentioned yeah. before. Leclerc though, was consistent mm. and had some couple of uh, very good races, like. Mm. In um, Azerbaijan, oh Monaco was it? He crashed. Mm. He was winning Leclerc, it and he crashed. Yeah. Leclerc, yeah. So strategically, strategically <laughs> yeah. perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, like I say, he's yeah. they've just had an incredible season. They did impress me, and I think not incredible, but they had a decent season. A fast Ferrari is, I think, a, no matter how you feel, gets the blood pumping. It's scary. You're for them or you're against it is scary. them. It's scary. So I think hopefully, like you get to more me, of like that. the my night, uh, my of um, <laughs> yeah. F one. You sure. hate them when you love them. Yeah. yeah. They've just been there forever. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's all going through the same struggle as my nights. So, yeah. so we have we have touched on the Massey stuff a little bit. Um, I wonder if either of you two has anything else to add to that. How do you have? <laughs> <laughs> Without uh, ex- explicit language. Uh, let's just uh, <laughs> nah. keep it friendly. My mum and sister, hopefully. Well, I say hopefully, probably not. <laughs> I'll be listening to it. So... Um, I don't know. It was. Yeah. It's obvious, isn't it? I don't yeah. think people. He's want to clearly hear too much. cheated. No. He's, yeah. You know, it's, it's hard to say without. You could see it coming from a mile off because the yeah. whole season we watched like a lot of the races together, and we were saying there's so much inconsistency. But I genuinely thought at this big race, it should have been a red flag. I know they said they wouldn't g- yeah. give it the red yeah. flag at that corner, but yeah. it had yeah. it red flag would have saved everything. But, but he said he, there wasn't going to be a red flag, yeah, so he yeah. stuck to his guns. But you got to. You've got to have consistency. Yeah. The rules don't have that. Um, hopefully, this season will be better. Um, obviously, Massey has left, uh, well, moved to a different role, I believe. But he's no longer race director. And I, I hope that... I don't think that will fix it alone. I think, no, I think you need more people. Clarification right. on the rules. You've got to take as much as, as much as we want good racing first, and I think hopefully the regulations will change that. The rules have to be set, no matter what outside stuff is going on, Otherwise, you know, you're going to get teams mm-hmm. complaining. And I think those complaints are fair enough. I think the complaints are fair, fair, but like, I think there has to be limited. Like, I think they get the final ruling. Like, yes. a bit like in yeah, rugby, sure. where... As long as those rulings are consistent. Is yeah. No, they're consistent. You can complain yeah. after, but I'm just yeah. like, more during the race. Yeah, for yeah. sure. During the race, I mean, yeah. guys, that was... I was just yeah. turning the mics off, everyone. Yeah, like... exactly. Before the final race, we, we all went home. We didn't watch it together, mm-hmm. but we said to each other, we don't care who wins because they've both been incredible all season. All we care about is that it's a fair race and that it's not influenced by the race director. I and didn't think it would be, even though race every direct, race pretty much was. The race but... director called the championship. He is the yeah. one that made that decision. And, uh, it's all about him. 
Yeah. He's got the headlines. He wanted a whole episode to himself I on s- Drive to Survive. Yeah, I saw something about that. About um, how some people were saying that, oh, he did that for the Netflix, um, Netflix show. Yeah. And the Netflix producer of the series had to come out and say no. Yeah, I saw that but as well. We all know it was. But <laughs> Mike, I'm surprised Mike Massey didn't get an episode by, uh, no, just by himself. Or the trophy. It it's all about him, isn't it, really? Yeah. yeah. He wanted the headlines and he got the headlines of our podcast. So, <laughs> And uh, on that note, I think... Uh, We'll take final thoughts, so then we'll uh, pack this one down. Well, Mike Massey has to go. He's already gone. <laughs> he's already gone. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you could I'm say, glad he's gone. You but could say Massey I'd... is on benefits. <laughs> you could. And if you need a job, we've got a spare seat next to us. I was going to say, he's so, more than yeah. welcome on our podcast. We he's love you, Mike Massey, so please come. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right not to have him on as a guest, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too, to be honest. All right, well, uh, thank you for listening to the rear winging it podcast well thank you i have been harry mckay i've been mitchell Minnell. and ellie ladwell thank you <laughs>